Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. The off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Sea Time, everybody. Episode 178 on this fine Tuesday evening here in Texas. Is it- yeah. Still Texas? They were in Texas, yeah. Still in Texas. Awesome. Well, Jordan, thank you very much for coming back on the couch. We've yeah. missed you. Yeah, I missed y'all too. Starting school, kicking ass, taking names. Y- I mean, yeah, I guess. Second we'll day. See. It's the second day, <laughs> so we got a ways to go still. I understand. Well, we're obviously going to get to ourselves a little bit later, but this is Seat Time brought to you by the fine folks at Fly Racing. We obviously really, really appreciate their support. If you can see on the outer edges of the couches, we do have some of the new 2016 gear in. We're going to show some highlights and points from those pretty bitchin' to uh, get them in your hands and touch them, feel them, and caress them a little. Obviously, Jordan did that on her own. I did it on my side of the couch. There was no shared caressing of said 2016 Fly Racing gear. That gear is jealous, though. I can tell you that. So check them out, flyracing.com, for all the new stuff there. Of course, to find folks at Kinda Tire USA, kindatire.com, to go learn more about that. They're bitchin' gummy stuff at the TKO. I almost said a bad word. Lo and behold... Uh, at the TKO kicked butt. So obviously, if you haven't not had a chance to check out the gummy tires, that's what you want to do if you're looking for stuff in the little bit slimier, a little bit slicker, the roots and that of sort. And then of course, Stillwell Performance, so Stillwellperformance.com. I somehow majestically qualified <laughs> to race on Sunday with my Kinda tires, my Stillwell Performance, and my fly gear at the TKO. So I either got way better <laughs> at riding a motorcycle or just using all that awesome shit. See, there it is. Made me fantastic. <laughs> so definitely go check out all of our sponsors at their website. Send us some emails. Tell them you enjoy Seat Time and thank them for sponsoring the show because we appreciate their support. Of course, I am Brian Pierce, your host for this fine Tuesday evening, episode 178. And then, of course, Jordan, Jordan the, the Mill Bailey. What was it? Lil Mill? Oh, we're not going there. Oh, we're not? Okay, sorry. Somebody <laughs> call Fad Duval and tell him that we've got to stop making fun of her. But uh, before we get too off the complete subject about how awesome we are, we just try to make that happen. Let's talk to our sexier-than-us guest, Mr. Josh Strang. I have to ask, how is your Tuesday evening going? Uh, that's not too bad, actually. Just uh, hanging out, got done with some dinner, uh, working on my bike, now just talking to you guys. I like it. I like it. Well, we're not horrible people, so we appreciate you being here to chat with us and to have a good time. And, of course, we had Daniel Milner on a month ago, oh, yeah. three weeks ago. And he uh, had a really, really interesting thing to say to us. I don't remember ex- the exact words, but it was that he tried to make an American accent. So we were wondering. But just he did right it off- extremely oh, yeah, successfully. He did. I mean, it was pretty good. He did. So he did. Ahead. So we were just like, right off the bat, do you think that you could try to come up with an awesome, I'm in North Carolina, South Carolina, you know, American slogan for us and give us your best, uh, your best American accent? I'm an Aussie. I don't do, do American. Oh, come on. Tell me to do something Aussie and I'll do something Aussie. Well, they just did. You're just, like, <laughs> you just, like, you just oi, did oi, that. Oi. <laughs> like throw another shrimp on the barbie or something like that. What is it? Uh, oh, there's the, the Mar- Marlo. Mar- Mar- I always say it. I don't know how to say it. And every time I try to tell it to him, he never remembers what it is. So it never works out. But we'll try to figure it out. So I, I don't have. I don't pick up any southern. Only thing I can pick up on and people say a lot down here is y'all. Y'all? And I can't even say it. Y'all. Yeah. Yeah, it's y'all like with a drawl. Y'all. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Yeah, y'all. I like y'all. Y'all works well, yeah. especially being from uh, Louisiana. I make it work. So. The iPhone doesn't like it. It's always trying to change it. Yeah? It's all sorts of wacky things. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, I taught I'm mine trying y'all. to say y'all. I taught mine y'all, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of does. But like, you go to... You do, oh, the, go you do the y'alls, yep. and then it's like it goes it for... It freaks out on everything else. What about your iPhone? Uh, it doesn't like some of the words I try and spell in my uh, text messages. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. There might be other reasons for that than just you being Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So before we get completely off subject and you wind up without pants on just like me, nobody needs that. It'd be <laughs> no, that's way not, too awkward. That's what? not what? true. Oh, it's not true. Not true at all. Okay. Sorry. Dude. So you did hurt yourself back in May, I believe. And I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that, but you've really, it seems like, had a fantastic summer. I've been following your Instagrams and your Facebooks and stalking you like I should be, and it looks like you had a fantastic summer, and you've been doing all the training, getting back on the bike, and you've come back recently doing some, I mean, put some awesome, awesome results uh, on your on your Husky, dude. So, I mean, I would imagine you've got to be pretty damn happy with that. 
Yeah, it's been good. The, the National Enduro on the weekend was was pretty much the uh, first race back where my shoulder didn't bother me at all. So it was. Uh, it's been good. Um, I've had a good summer, uh, a lot of time off, and uh, my dog's going wild. <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, it's been good. A lot of cycling, a lot of riding. Uh, the bike's been really good. So um, I mean, I just just having fun. Yeah, and that's I think that's a, that's a big part of it is like you don't kind of realize how much that can mean. It's like when you when you I think sometimes maybe you focus too much on oh I got to do this I got to do this and I'm I'm not hitting these numbers or whatever that you could like you know get your head out of the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I don't know. yeah, I've been having a lot of fun riding too, and I think that that showed at the TKO that four days at Colorado Sea Time Adventures totally wicked. That was a great time, and I had a lot of fun doing it. So that's that's I guess that's the key. Yeah. So uh, how do you how do you keep having fun though, Josh? What's that? How do you like keep up the fun so that you can come back into the GNCC and like you know get on the top stop, top step of the podium? No, I don't know. I mean, I just like I've got a I've got a New Zealand guy living with me at the moment, and then some other guys during the week that we ride with. So it's it's a uh, I don't know. Just keep doing just fun, like keeping it uh, enjoyable. So you don't want to don't want to just drive yourself into the ground. I I do a fair bit of cycling, but mainly, mainly because I enjoy it. Like I like doing that sort of stuff. So, right, yeah. Uh, I think I've probably done that. I've done equally as much as that as I have uh, riding my dirt bike this summer. So, uh, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get 5,200 miles in for the year on my bicycle. Holy God. crap! So, so that's a hundred. That works out to be a hundred miles a week. So, yeah. it's, uh, it's. I mean, it's not when you do it. It's not a lot, but. Like in between riding your dirt bike and then went once the racing starts back up again, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. So maybe a little bit short, but we'll see. Uh, um, we'll see how that goes. That's and that, and that's just something. That's just something I just want to do. Just just because I enjoy it, and that's a cool number. Like if I can get there, where I average hundred miles a week. I mean that I'll, I'll be pretty pumped on that. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. Holy so that, that keeps it fun as well. Yeah, that would be pretty epic. Uh, there was a time when I used to ride my road bike a lot, but I don't even think that I would even attempt to put that kind of miles in. They're, like We had friends that would want to go do centuries and stuff on like Saturdays and Sundays, and I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> I mean, like I liked riding my road bike and going out for some of the longer, to me, it was like 30 or 40 mile road rides like on a Saturday or Sunday, but 100? <laughs> like, you walk funny after that. Like, seriously. Like, I mean, it's just like, what's the point? But I do have to say, you look pro- you look a... Uh, surprisingly much better than i do in lycra uh in, in spandex so i'll know. take that as a compliment oh yeah but uh it is interesting how many people comment that you need to tan um on your instagram yeah. post which i think is, is is that something can you didn't can you step that up or can you self tan or anything like is that no, I, i've tried it doesn't work <laughs> that's awesome so, it doesn't it doesn't matter whether i go to a damn tanning bed or lay in the sun for a week at Oh, I'll go brown, and then like two days later, I'll be white again. So. <laughs> you think Rhea from Australia that it's like it'd be so easy to have like this bitch in tan, but unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, uh, he's just not. like me. Yeah. He's white, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. He's just as human as us. <laughs> yeah, just as human. Um, so tell me a little bit about the the practice crash you did had when you hurt your shoulder, and kind of like what I guess happened. Like, what was the injury to your shoulder? No, uh, well, it was a it was at a motocross a local motocross race we had a weekend off and i was doing that so uh, i bought a husky two stroke a 252 stroke earlier in the year so I'd, <clears throat> i did that and that way i could race two classes there so i'd, I'd done it a couple of weeks before and we went and did it again and i just landed off a jump awkwardly on the two stroke <laughs> and it bit me bit me hard and ass so i ended up i had grade three separation uh, in my shoulder so i and it was just time off i needed to let it heal because there was nothing they couldn't do surgery to to fix it and right i just needed time to heal so i mean that was a that was a big problem there and it just uh it took a while we tried to race that the weekend after i did it because i wasn't really sure how how much it was gonna hurt um but it was too yeah it was too injured to do anything so it just just needed time off really yeah uh yeah, I think it, I think one of the Instagram posts we found where we were kind of obviously doing some research for the show was the one where you were talking about, you know, the, I need to talk about the GNCC, why I only made two hours and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm glad that you do that. Uh, I think a lot of people try to hide behind injuries sometimes, and it just, 
It almost makes more sense to do what you did and just kind of get it out there. No, it makes sense why you may not have said anything beforehand. Right. But once it was kind of after the fact, you know, yeah. of the race and everything, because, yeah, it's weird when people are just like, you hear things behind the scenes and you're like, oh, what's wrong? Oh, nobody's saying anything. You hear this, you hear that. But, you know, oh, well, my shoulder's fucked up. So <laughs> I'm going to take some time. So suck it. Um, yeah. Well, uh, okay. So you go into the summer. You got to take some rest. Um, and then obviously, again, following the, the doing the, the social stalking that we do enjoy <laughs> here at Seat Time, your summer looked awesome. Like, your, your lady friend, I think, is, is quite the planner, and she came up with some cool-ass stuff for you to do throughout the summer. And maybe it's just cool being with her, so it just looks awesome. I don't know, but it seemed like you guys are always having a great time. Yeah, it's been good. She's a, she's a good catch. So uh, we, have, we have fun and like do concerts and that sort of stuff. But, I mean, that's what the summer break's for. It's, um, you've got to take time off and enjoy it, and, and uh, that's what we try and do. So we get together at the lake a lot. I live five minutes from the lake so we get to take the jet ski out and got a kayak that probably like doing that better it's it's a the kayak doesn't even fit in my damn van so <laughs> we have to we have to drive down the road with the door open but it, it'll fit her myself and the dog on it so so uh it's it's pretty fun to do that too nice and uh you're you're pretty good on a stand-up jet ski right no i wouldn't say good i mean i can ride it around I would say good as in because that's better than me on one. That's <laughs> um, pretty pretty pathetic. I don't like so the weirdest thing like I, I, there's some cool pictures I've seen where you kind of like diving into the turn, kind of like you would on a motorcycle. You know, you get your weight forward and you're you know those bitching like inside the berm turns. Well, you've got a I've seen a couple of those of you on the the stand up. How do you set up for that? Because that's the biggest thing I can't figure out. Like I can stand up, I can turn, I can go, but it's the second where I kind of start to try to get aggressive where I would start to kind of maybe come in and try to cut a little, is where it's like, whoop, like dead to the water. So uh, maybe you have some advice for a little uh, Brian? I don't know. I'm on my skis. This, all the skis are so different. Like the one I got on is hard to turn, and I'm used to riding it. But I think, I don't know. Yeah, you have to have the throttle on to turn on a jet ski. That's all. That's the best advice. You're not going to turn unless you, have the, unless you have the throttle on. Maybe that's what it so, is. Maybe yeah, it might be. Gotta let my ball. I think. I think the problem is, is my skin suit's too tight, and it's not letting my my boys like drop. Yeah, so they're kind of like kept up, and so I'm just like kind of a wuss. So you just can't. You can't yeah. twist it. Can't. Which weird too is like it's like the little plastic <laughs> lever. Like it's like <laughs> I got just I got my throttle. I got my throttle. You just can't even. You just can't even. Uh, one day I'll figure it out. I I think I need to have like a summer camp with with Josh Strand. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he can he can head this way one summer. Yeah, you head that way. He's not giving you his yeah. address. But, uh, yeah, you sure. Find me, you hang out with me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> head this way. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. Uh, I'm five minutes from a lake. If you can figure out which one, you can come over to my house. <laughs> I like it. Well, um, coming up is going to be well. So let's talk a little bit about the Jack Pine National Enduro this past weekend. So 90th Jack Pine. Um, obviously, uh, a national enduro. You were you were competing in those for a while, but obviously with a shoulder injury, missed missed one or two of those bad boys. Coming back in, won the first test, which was awesome. I think to kind of come in. I don't think I I don't think people were thinking of you in that sense. Obviously, just because of the injury in the summer and you kind of like coming back a little bit, if you will. So how did it, how did you kind of come into the Jack Pine and go? Okay, I'm going to come in and kick butt and and take a win. Uh, well, I don't. I mean. Uh, I don't know how many. I think I missed three enduros from the injury, but there's been – I'm not sure how many there's been. There's been a few, and I haven't done – they haven't been my my most favorite racing this year, that's for sure. So uh, I've kind of, I'd kind of been struggling a bit. I'm not sure why. I just – I was on the 350 earlier in the year. You know, I never got to ride it during the week. I only had the 450 to practice on. So it was all that sort of stuff. So after the – I think after the last enduro before I got injured, I decided to switch to the 450. So um, the race before this last jackpot was the first race on the 450 at the enduros. And I still think I wasn't uh, fully ready to race yet with the shoulder, but it was it was comfortable. I could still ride on it, no problem. Um, and I, I just don't think from the first few rounds where I didn't do any good, I think mentally I just wasn't, uh, I wasn't ready. I, I didn't want to, race the enduros and then this race i think 
I was fed up with getting my ass whooped by people that shouldn't have been whooped my ass. And, and uh, I mean, it's just riding a dirt bike. And uh, so far, I've been pretty decent at that. So um, I've been I've been riding a lot in the summer, um, training a lot. And I feel, I mean, I'm confident with my riding and everything. So I think um, the track suited me on the weekend. And it was just, I just had a fun day all up, really. Hell yeah. I, like, I mean, that's what, like you were talking in the summer, I, I seem to have a lot of fun. But that's... I mean, my career is going to last longer if I, the more fun I can have and, and uh, my results obviously show as well. So just, I think, just having fun and, and uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, now, I've yet, have you had a chance to make it up to that event there? No. Michigan? No. The Jackpine National? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Jackpine Enduro this year was a national. Uh, I haven't either. Tell me a little bit about the terrain up there. Um, I know, and then uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the downpour that happened. Um, we kind of read about it a lot, but I didn't get a chance to really see any pictures yeah. or video. Now, maybe it was raining so much everybody put away all their electronic equipment, which is probably very intelligent. But, uh, yeah, kind of break down a little bit like what the terrain was and the course was like up there and uh, how it all went down. Uh, it was actually pretty sandy. Uh, they'd said it was sandy. Uh, they've said some places are sandy before, too, and I, I've believed them and it hasn't been sandy. So uh, we went up there and it was it was actually pretty sandy and it, it wasn't tight uh, like some of the other races I'd been doing. It, it kind of flowed a little better. Um, I enjoyed it. The I really don't know. It was uh, it was a, the most fun I've had at the Enduros all year. So right. Well, that's it good. Was, uh, it's good. Um, do you do you traditionally do better in the not uh, in the more open stuff? Like you said, it really wasn't that tight. It flowed a little bit better. And I will admit that there are some national enduros that I've been to that I mean it's like. You know, it's it's very stoppy. Yeah. There's, there's little flow. It can be very tight. Um, are those traditionally, uh, you know, trails that I guess you would not race as fast in, or maybe not as fast as some of the other guys out there? Yeah, I think uh, that's traditionally what I struggle on. But I, uh, I think earlier in the year, mentally, we just had some things that were not set up properly, and I think mentally it it screwed with me. And and then I was like, oh, these ra- these these special tests suck. And I think now, like on the weekend, there there was a I think there was a couple of tight tests. There was one test that everyone uh, from Bobbitt, even uh, Alan, said the said the test was tight, and I didn't think it was all that tight. Um, and I don't know whether that was because mentally I was um, I was back to racing properly, like I know how, or whether it it I, I don't know. But it was uh, I think just mentally the um, earlier in the year I struggled with it. Uh, right. More than more than my technique. Hmm. No, it's interesting, and I think uh, Caleb Russell had some had a little bit of issues with the the t- tight, tight, tighter type sections, less flowy sections. Mm-hmm. Um, and but obviously he's got that figured out now. But it took him a little bit too. So uh, the downpour that I that I read so much about, but unfortunately didn't get to see any any pictures of. What did you were you already done? By the time that that no. came through at the end of the race, or did you get a chance to ride in nah, all of the glory? I was no, nah, I was in it. I was in the downpour. <laughs> so we uh, we did seven tests, and I think it was the maybe going into the sixth test. We were I was waiting to go in, and everyone like I think the bailers started first and second, um, and I was I think I was fourteen minute back, so I was fourteen minutes behind those guys. Those guys, I'm pretty sure those guys got through with that test before I even started. And about two minutes before I went in, it just started pissing down rain, Ugh. like, like, like heavier than I've ever ridden in, really. Um, so it was for me. I lost a bunch of time in that test, and I, I feel, I think I maybe lost a minute and a half on Caleb, and maybe two minutes on the Baylor boys. Uh, so, and that, I feel like that was just due to the rain, pretty much, because uh, it was so heavy. So. Uh, it was yeah, it was pretty heavy rain, but because the soil was sandy, it wasn't so bad. Right, it was more about vision because yeah, of it yeah. being so heavy, really, than it was about muck yeah. and mud. Okay, no, we've all that been there. Sense, yeah. I have trouble seeing because sometimes I go so fast, I freak myself out and close my <laughs> eyes, and then that's like then I told you know. <laughs> and then you hit a tree and it's like, yeah. I blame I blame the rain. Yeah, 
Yeah, one, yeah, we'll get it right. Well, we got a couple questions. Uh, one thing, obviously, we kind of jumped in here quick these days, but we didn't get a chance to talk about the chat room. So we do have some people from the chat room that have a couple questions. TLK.io slash C time. Uh, we're going to have Josh Drang for a couple more minutes. If you've got some questions, we'll uh, hit those up. So wondering about riding and training, um, specifically uh, about diets, though. I think this is a good one. Is like, what's your typical diet look like? And, and he brought up... Are you gluten-free or you're dairy-free or any of that kinds of stuff? We know Charlie Mullins kind of follows some of that stuff. I think I would like to even pinpoint this a little bit more if there's maybe something specific you might even eat at these National Enduros. We just had a National Enduro. We've got seven tests that you guys did. You know, you've got to maintain nutrition throughout the entire day. So, you know, any, any advice, thoughts on what you do and how it worked for you or what other guys might be able to learn from what you uh. have, have learned? Like a national, like any of the races that are throughout the day, like a six day or the national enduro, uh, it's hard to eat any like real food. So uh, for the national enduros, I'm I'm just trying to snack, like come in because you have maybe ten minutes or something. So I'll eat a banana and a and like water or a, or a mixed drink or something like that. Um, but usually just banana and then maybe some some bars or something like that. But I never really get to eat much food during the race. Um, I feel that most of the preparation is done before, mm-hmm. like before the week, before your race starts right. during the week and that sort of stuff. So more maintaining uh, throughout the day versus like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, obviously at GNCC you can't eat. So right. Uh, <laughs> and then, but yeah, Car- Carrie like, Joe actually doesn't let anybody eat. She uh, she just comes out there, no eating for anybody the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems like something crazy she'd do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then uh, during the week, up I feel my diet's cleaned up over a few years. Oh, over like this year, I feel like I cleaned the diet up and just eating just healthy, not gluten free. Or I don't eat any, I don't eat any or much dairy. Uh, but but just keep it, just keep it clean. I feel makes me feel way more, makes me feel way better um, eating clean and healthy than than if I go down to the corner store and get a burger or something. So, oh. so you're telling us you're not eating many pizza in buffets or Bojangles chicken sandwiches? Yeah, just on my weekdays. <laughs> just, just, days just making sure. Okay. Pizza, so. Okay. So what, he, what he's saying is everything you guys did wrong. wrong. Oh, absolutely. It's wrong. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not wrong. <laughs> it was wrong. It was wrong yeah. for sure. It's like when when she uh, when she wanted to get off of her bike in the middle of a GNCC because she couldn't. Uh, hold it in anymore <laughs> that's when you realize that I'm, pizza in was a bad idea yeah i've never had that problem but yikes that would be rough <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i agree um okay so we did and, and uh what's cool is we actually had a question go to us on youtube in the little chat there um we granted we're not really checking that often but luckily enough steven's over there doing his job as producer um Anything special before the races or what you do before? Uh, well, this is very w- well written. Good job, Michael. Um, pretty much, what do you do to get ready before the races? <laughs> I guess I, 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 I'll. Uh, I'm gonna. Let's talk about warm up, and let's maybe even go more specific to what you might do for the upper body, because I think some people, myself included, have a lot of issues with shoulders and forearms getting them properly warmed up before you go jump into like a three or two hour race. Um, so is there anything that you do while you're warming up to kind of specifically get your body ready to race? No, not really. I'll just, I'll normally uh, try and spin or pedal. <laughs> Maybe sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sp- yeah spin or pedal mainly. Uh, again, just because that's what I do during the week. So right. normally, um, I don't know, tomorrow we're going to, We'll probably go for a bicycle ride in the morning or something, and then we'll go moto. So it's it's what I do during the week. So um, it only makes sense to do it do it on the weekends as well. Absolutely. But not nothing nothing ever like I don't lift any dumbbells or kettlebells or anything before the race. I don't I don't <laughs> do anything crazy like that. But, right. Um, just just usually warming up mainly just to get all the blood flowing and and uh, everything like that. But do you traditionally have an issue with arm pump ever? No, nah, it's me- it's mental. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that before from someone it's, else. Ah, I know. I hate that. I hate hearing that. I I do too. I think but I agree. I think I it's agree. I think it's bike time, but it's also mental. I think. I could see so, that. I could see yeah. that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, so like, we'll talk about the TKO. Like, there was like, uh, everybody you talked to was like, like, what happened to my forearms? Like, the first six miles for me was just horrible. Like, I couldn't stand up because I couldn't, like, hold on to the bike. And I kept trying to breathe. I kept trying to, like, think past it. And nothing. It just hurt. But then luckily enough, like I knew at some point it would just kind of work itself out. And about mm-hmm. six miles, uh, about halfway through that first lap, um, it did. And I was able to hold on. And then I was able to do a shit ton better. But, yeah, that sucks. I don't want that to be mental. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so ride a bicycle. Wear spandex. Um, yeah. Don't think negative thoughts. Have fun and be confident. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go that race some GCCs. Right. I'm ready. Iron Man? Now if I can go to the Josh String uh, summer camp one summer, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be a jet skiing concert country going fool. Yeah. Awesome. The best thing ever. So before we let you go, ISDE, when are you heading out? Uh, Well, I don't have a green card. So as of right now, I'm not going. Really? If If my green card, if my... The forms I need, it won't. It's not technically my green card. It'll be some other forms that I'm waiting on. If they turn up before Saturday, then I'm going. Before if not, Saturday, holy crap! Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, is, not. is there any, any anything that we can do? You know, like, do I have to call somebody? Like, I mean, <laughs> guys, Josh Strang here. Come on, buddy. Look, we need him to race. Hey, I don't know if it'll help, but he could. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, no, I, I went. I tried to get a. A waiver so I could leave, so let me leave. Uh, but they they said they don't do it. So um, yeah, so pretty much just wait, just waiting. So I don't oh. think don't think it's I don't think I'll be there, but I hope so. Nothing like waiting we'll on see. the government to send you paperwork in the right time. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, now the ignorant question for me is: This a an our government like thing that you're waiting on, or is it unfor- is it like a your government to talk to our government like? No, no, it's it's all just. It's all just a it's a process through the American like the Homeland Security or whatever it is. So, um, pretty much just waiting. I've applied for everything's been applied for my green card and everything. We're just waiting for it. Takes it's a long process, and I knew it was a I knew it was a gonna be close. I just, we just weren't sure whether I was gonna whether it was gonna come in time or not. So, uh, at the moment, the green card's more important for me uh, as far as staying here goes. So. Um, the Motorcycling Australia knew that um, when they picked the teams and that sort of stuff. So they weren't. I don't think they were super upset about it. But uh, right, uh, they knew it, they knew that was a possibility that I couldn't go anyway. So bummer, man. Well, I mean, I'm not going to be there, so it's definitely not going to be that great of an after party. But if you're not there, <laughs> there will be no after party. That's right. Such, such a bummer. We'll, we'll have to long, let uh, let Matty Phillips uh, hold, hold down the fort, which I'm sure yeah. he can do a pretty damn good job at that. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if Josh likes New Zealand better than Australia. <laughs> hmm. Nah. I, I, I don't even know what to say to that, really. I was like, nah, who, who wrote that? Callan918. <laughs> He's the guy living living in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Love it! What a bastard! Yeah. Uh, actually, it, my dad's in the chat room too. Is there any interaction with the other Husky off road or MX teams? Well, you interact with uh, well because uh, you've got like Ryan Sipes, but the, he's kind of like a Husky supported guy. So yeah, I mean, do you get a chance to like hang out with a lot of the other Husky team, or really it's just kind of you? On the the husky side at the at the GNCCs, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, during like I live down here. There's no other husky guys that live here in right. North Carolina, so I don't see anyone there. But I speak to DeLong quite a bit. Uh, him and I are pretty good buddies, so uh, we interact a little bit and that sort of stuff. Uh, I think if I don't go the six days, he may come down here for a few days and do some riding and training and that as well uh, to get ready for Unadilla. So Josh Strange um, summer camp. He knows what's up. Yeah. All right. Well, they I, don't have, know. You I don't know. There's not some people. You might be able to hang here at the <laughs> Casa Strang. I might not be able to. No. <gasps> challenge accepted. Is that a challenge? <laughs> if I hadn't just spent like eight weeks away from my family, 
you would be seeing me quite <laughs> soon. But unfortunately, I'm having ankle surgery tomorrow, so I will not come play with you anytime soon. Uh, I know you're disappointed, but soon, Josh Strang, you will be proven wrong, and I will gracefully accept your apology. Okay? Uh, okay. Okay. Deal. Okay. Good. I can teach you how to ride a motorcycle and how to drink a wizard staff. Okay? I'm a, I'm a double-edged... Drink a what? A wizard staff. I'm a double-edged sword here, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Nobody knows. I don't know either. So what you <laughs> do funny. every time you drink a beer, you di- you duct tape it to the bottom of your next beer. Oh. So then at the end of the night, whoever has the tallest wizard staff is the winner. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, sometimes I can drink a beer. <laughs> All beer. I nearly cracked a beer tonight, actually, just for you. I was going to crack one on the show. I didn't think... I don't know what people would have thought. Oh, no. Uh, they, and I, I'll say it. Uh, the only reason I'm not cracking a beer is because of my surgery tomorrow. Like, I just, yeah. I've got to do all the anesthesia and all that kind of BS. And so I've got to stop. I can't even eat and drink or whatever. You, we all know how it goes. It sucks. Yeah. Maybe um, next time. Maybe, maybe next, next time. time. There's always next time. Uh, yeah. Josh, Josh drank summer camp. <laughs> 2016. Seat Time Adventures. Seat Time Adventures 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Well, Mr. Strang, I'm sorry we kept you as long as we did, but we really, really appreciate your time. Good luck with the green card, dude. And uh, what's the next event that we will see you at? Uh, is it a GNCC or is there another one coming up? Uh, yeah, the GNCC, I think. And that's like still a month away. So Yeah, that's, that's like September 19th or something. T- yeah. Yeah. Well, cause, I think because they break for the sixth day. So if it's not the sixth day, it's Unadilla and then... I don't know what I, – I think I'm racing all the way up until like Thanksgiving once Unadilla starts. So uh, I think I'm going to try and get to Japan again and uh, maybe maybe uh, another couple of races in there somewhere, but I'm not sure yet. That's the Josh Drink summer camp we need to go on. J- to Japan? To Japan. Have fun. Yeah. Japan's Japan, Japan a good time. I love Japan. I'm telling you, they need to send sweet. us. We could totally be the media people. We could be the media. We we are the media. We're the media. What? Uh, I need some sake. I need some sake. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting weird. I'm into it. So, what's uh, what's, uh Callan918? What's his, what's his, is, it, is his name Callan? Yeah, Callan May. Callan. All right. Well, to go, he, uh, races, uh, he races uh, XC2 class. In GNTC. Well, he's from New Zealand, so he's automatically slower than you, right? <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> ah, I like it. Well, you can go beat up on him. Obviously, he's a roommate of yours. So he lives close. I'm glad that he has a sense of humor because we enjoy that on seat time. Well, thank you, Mr. Josh Strang. You have a good night, sir, and I do hope that we will be talking to you soon. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks. See ya. Peace. See ya. Awesome. Yeah, uh, Josh Strang's always one of those guys where like we talk, we talk, and then all of a sudden it just gets fun. Like you know, <laughs> sometimes it seems like we're like, I don't know, is he okay with the direction? Yes, it is. It's so he's, much fun. Yep, he's so always. I cool think with a the Josh Strang summer camp would be that would be fun. A good time. I mean, he might ask us to like pay our way. <sighs> you know, like he's gonna start having fees for the Josh Strang summer camp, but that's okay. I know. No, I mean we should make, help make him famous, so we should be allowed. Like, like the free of, ride, yeah. Passage, You're right. You will. That's a good call. That and his uh, girlfriend, uh, Cameron. Cam- I think it's Cameron. It's either Cameron or Carmen. Cam- I think it's I think Cameron. It's Cameron. Is uh, she's like a selfie stick connoisseur. Yeah. Like, she is like all over the internet with that selfie stick. Sweet. So she could be like the media of our. The media of the media. Yeah. The media of the media. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get uh, Jacob Argybright on the show. But one of the things I wanted to talk about before we totally dive in uh, is. Like I said, we got the new 2016 gear. Now, granted, we can't really do too much zooming in and all that stuff. We we, we have uh, <laughs> limited uh, uh, equipment and uh, abilities here. But one of the things yeah, that is in here and- super aw- yeah, you want to zoom in a little <laughs> is is the fact that this boa stuff is absolutely awesome. That so you could tighten it down and you could pull on it and stuff. But it actually, I mean, it works really really well. Super super surprised. And granted, I haven't had a chance to put it on. It literally came in the mail today. But super stoked on it. Now tell me, what do you think about the way this stuff feels, though? Feels awesome. Yeah. And then, like, okay, so then this is the Evolution 2, which comes with the BOA, right? Now, mm-hmm. this is the light, the hydrogen light gear. Which now, feel, is tremendously lighter. Feel, like, the, how thin that stuff yeah, is. But then, right like, there. but at the same time, how strong it feels. Yeah. And it's got these crazy fun vent holes and all kinds of stuff. Like, 
I was just like super stoked on this. I'm confused what you mean by fun, but that's okay. Oh, I don't we know. Don't like I feel this and I just think like, <laughs> whatever, this is awesome. Like, holy crap. Like it just feels so much different than yeah. like Moto like... gear that I grew up with. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. and it's like so neat to see the way that these are evolving and, uh, and the evolution the of weight, all this gear. The weight difference, too. I mean, I these aren't heavy at all, but that's really light. Isn't that pretty nuts? So this BOA stuff is cool, and I look forward to getting over my surgery after tomorrow. Well, I guess it'll be more than just tomorrow, but still, to, uh, to give that a good old testo on the body-o. Dude, Mr. Jacob Argybright, what is up? You're looking all, you're looking like all fierce. Yeah, I just got back from Ryan. I'm a little little beat, but I'm ha- glad to be here. Heck yeah, dude. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. What were you, Where were you riding, man? Um, well, I picked Justin Jones up, and we went up to Honda Valley in the high desert and did some motos and did some trail riding. Right on. Did it rain? Did you guys get some awesome ter- uh, awesome terrain to ride on, or was it just kind of like you know time and place? Um, we didn't get actually rain. We got a couple sprinkles, but like it's it's been super hot out and it was it was overcast so it cooled it down and we were actually gonna go to deep creek and go swimming but it was too cold so i mean kind of bummed we didn't get to go swimming but we had some good motos so it was fun there you go how is justin jones doing i mean i know we're, you know we're gonna talk to you but now that you brought it up really quick i mean i know he was a little under the weather how's all that going for him uh, it's doing great he actually just start got uh got started riding and i think it's like his fourth or fifth time riding and um we actually have the same trainer so we're uh, becoming buddies and just having a good time and just trying to get better very cool well that's good to hear that's good to hear yeah he had some some stuff he had to get taken care of this no that's never any good you as well had some stuff that you had to get taken care of i remember you being in that awesome cast during your uh your husky pictures and all that kinds of stuff you're no longer in said cast how's all the recovery Go in. I mean, you feeling? You look like you're feeling good on the bike, but tell us about it. Um, it's been up and down. The recovery's been good. I actually thought I had to get another surgery because one doctor thought it wasn't healed right and it wasn't healing, and it finally healed. Um, and I've been riding, and it's good. It it hurts every day. Uh, it's definitely not easy, but I'm just just trying to get through it, and it's slowly getting better. I think I'll be back to normal soon, and just doing the best I can. Yeah, no, and that's that's the positive outlook that you need to have on it because it, it seems like it could be one of those situations where it could be a downward spiral if you feel like you just keep getting negative, you know, kind yeah. of like about the injuries and stuff. Was it, were you another, uh, you know, person compromised by the novicular bone? Yeah, I actually oh had gosh. broken it in three places and that's what it took so long. It It actually took four months to start healing and it healed in like three months. So, um it was just a long process, and like like I said, I thought I had to get another surgery because it wasn't healing, and um, I had good physical therapy, and then just finally ended up healing. Awesome. Man. What now? I, this is I mean a more of a general question, but have I missed out? Because I just feel like in the past two years, maybe kind of starting with Stuart Baylor, like we've just had like an onslaught of novicular that yeah. scaphoid bone injuries. You know, um, is that always been a thing? Or am I, and, and I'm just kind of like all of a sudden just like picked up on it, or is it like seem like recently like there's been a lot of them? You know, I kind of picked up on it too. Like it's recent. Like it seems like a lot of people are breaking it, and I mean it's no joke. It it's a nasty bone to break. I mean it's not the worst thing you could do, but I mean it's it's difficult, and I think a lot of people are like recently starting to break them, which is really weird. Yeah. I w- uh, okay, well, tell me about your accident. What I mean, was it kind of one of those where you knew it was happening, so you had like went to brace yourself, and that's kind of like how you jarred it or you know broke it in the three places, or was it something that you kind of ragdolled and just kind of clipped it? Or um, I ragdolled. I actually had a bad start, and I was just pushing way too hard, and I got excited and just you know rode over my head, and I t- I um I swapped out getting off a road, and I don't even remember putting my wrist down. I just uh. Knocked the wind out of me. I got, I you know, caught my wind, got up, and um, my fingers were numb, and I just knew something was wrong by the, mm. by the lump in my wrist. Right. You're like, oh, that wasn't there before. Yeah. Dang it. Hi, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I picked up a pet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and then I had to ride back, which is horrible. Like, um, it, it, it didn't hurt that bad until I actually got back and like got cooled off. Then it started throbbing, and you know that that's when I knew it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I bet. Yeah, it's the one thing that I've 
been, you know, I haven't had a ton of injuries, uh, but a wrist injury is one that I haven't, you know, suffered. What about, mm-hmm. have you, how many, any, I've any? broke my leg. I've had my fair share of concussions, but that, that's that way you talk the way you do. Hey, stop making fun of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start talking really quiet because I'm gonna talk really country. <laughs> I'm so from the country. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, uh, Jordan goes, is that really what I sound like? Like, sometime this week, and I was like, yeah, that's what you always sound like. So, oh, my God, I sound so country. I was like, well, there you go. That's what you sound like. You can't focus on what we sound like, because... We now know. everybody's going to hear it, and it's just going to, like, ruin the whole show. Everybody listens to Seat Time. Yeah, but now they're going to focus in. Everybody. This is the most <laughs> important show out there. I'm pretty sure. In the world. In, in the, the whole world. world. <laughs> in the world. Pinky. <laughs> okay, so, holy crap. Did you just We're... go pinky in the brain? That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh, how did you get lost? <laughs> I don't know. Just talking about all kinds of stuff. Pinky in the brain. Sorry, go ahead. Can I can I finish the show? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, Augie Bright, you're healing up. You're getting going. You're doing a lot better now on the motorcycle. You get a chance to go do some works. I think you were there for the Works X as well there, and then obviously did extremely well this past weekend at the National Heron Hound. So, kind of talk us through what Works has been like for you, and then obviously Heron Hound. Us being kind of Central Coast. We don't get a huge chance to kind of ever really go to those events, so it's always cool to kind of hear about how the Works events and the National Heron Hounds are uh, kind of keeping up. Yeah, the Works has been good. Um, Timmy wanted me to do you know just more than the Heron Hounds, so I said I wanted to do the Hare Scrambles, Heron Hound, and Works. Um, I've done a couple Works in the past, and my plan was to do all of them this year, and it's been fun. You know, Works is like it's got a little bit of moto and a little bit of off road. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the last works I did was the first one of the year for me. It was in Washington, which was quite a drive. And it was fun. You know, I had some good moto and, like, some tight tree section. And, you know, it was just a good race. And I actually felt like myself again. Heck, yeah. Awesome. That sounds fun. I, I like know, the idea of, like, some fast into some tight trees. Yeah, in Washington, in that'd Washington. be awesome. I think anything in Washington would probably be yeah, awesome. Yeah, that'd be a cool race. So that's like Seat Time Adventures 3.0 in 2016. 2016. We've got a lot, got a lot going on next summer. Seat Time Adventures <laughs> to plan for next year, it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> so that was the works that you got a chance to do. And then what was the was that the one, the, the straddle line? Was that the round seven? Was that the one that's in Washington? Yeah. And, and, you know, tree riders are no joke. Like racing against Ricky Russell, I mean, I you know, I watched the GNCC series and he, I, he kicked our asses. He, I mean, he's fast. He's legit. Yeah, especially when you start getting him on his home territory because yeah, he's from home. Washington, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, that's like his stuff. So, um, what bike were you riding, and did you have to do any elevation type stuff? You know, like we went to Colorado. I had EFI on the three fifty XC. You know, it went good. I could tell it was a little low on power sometimes, but then I also I could tell I was really tired, so it didn't matter. But for somebody like yourself, how do, do you guys do anything different for taking a bike to elevation? No, um, and actually, the elevation was really low. Okay. It, it was like like just above sea level. It wasn't that high. Um, mm. And the EFI will account for it. And actually, it, at the works uh, cross the night before, I made a rookie mistake and actually drowned my bike in a mud pullout back. And I had to get pulled out. And we had to account for that because we actually had to work on the bike all night, like getting it to run. So I wasn't oh. sure if it was going to run the next day. But my Husky pulled through, and it worked great. <laughs> Nice. Okay, now explain how you make such an awesome rookie mistake. I mean, not everybody should try to be me. And, and I admit, when you're factory equipment, being a rookie like myself, is it's just it's not fun. So, <laughs> talk us through. Come on. All right, so, mm-hmm. um, let me think here. I had a decent start. I think I was like sixth, and I, I don't know, I just, I felt really good. I started pushing and out out in the back so the, the works enduro cross actually had enduro cross motocross and some trails out back it was really short it was like a three four minute lap time okay and so got out back and it was really dusty people started cutting lines through the trees and um i just couldn't see throughout throughout the dust and I actually just tried to jump this water puddle and just kind of miscalculated and just ended up like straight in it <laughs> and then actually Another Husky rider, Blaine Thompson, was right behind me. He went in it too, but I knew my bike was dead, so I actually helped him pull it out, and I just 
sat and waited for yeah. someone to come get me. Oh. That sounds like like my whole GNCC career right there. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> that just wrapped it all up. <laughs> they're like waving you <laughs> yeah. away from this line and you go, Bro. okay. Blah. Oh. That's kind of yeah, how it went. <laughs> it's, like, it. it's like as soon as you hit it, you know it's over. It's just like. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was over because I, I went like fully submerged in the water. My gear was just soaking wet, lost my goggles. Like it was a mess. <sighs> oh, man. And to race the next day. Like, yeah, I gotta, work, I gotta get this bike out night. and fixed by tomorrow. <laughs> no fun. fun. Well, fun. Uh, I'm glad you got the bike out and had fun the next day. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Like, <laughs> considering like the drive up there, I just like wanted to finish. I was so pumped. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, so now National Hare and Hound obviously got on the podium this past weekend. Nick Burson, congrats to him on his first place finish. I think that's the first one for the for him uh, this season. Uh, on the beta yeah. but you of course second place there on the husky talk us through about this this hair and hound seemed really dusty well <laughs> maybe more dusty than a typical <laughs> desert race i don't know you tell us <laughs> uh i mean they're all pretty dusty yeah <laughs> Let's get that straight. um yeah no first off you know congrats to nick if he's listening um you know he i think that's the best i've ever seen him ride um you know the race is good we actually um started at 11 it was hot and, you know, I had a pretty good start. I was third off the start right behind uh, Nick and Skyler House. And, you know, I just got into my uh, flow and um, got around Skyler before the first alternate. And from then on, you know, I, I didn't know who was in first. So I was just pushing to catch him. And I actually had caught him in the right before the pits because we were at a rodeo grounds where the pits was. Okay. And we were like weaving in and out through the stables and he had taken a wrong turn and I had followed him and he was just coming out after turning around. So, um, and, and the stable was really tight. I actually had to do like an enduro cross step turn out. And, uh, after that, you know, I got through the pits and I was pretty close to him and I just couldn't make it happen. I mean, you know, usually in Heron Hounds, it's dusty. It's hard to pass, but this one it's, you know, it's a little tougher because it's so like one trail, basically you're in a sand wash okay. and, I mean, I use the expression, you know, dragging your feet, but that's all you really have to do is, you know, just go fast and make dust, and it's 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 hard for uh, people to pass you. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that an actual technique in the desert? Do people do that? No, I always I, I always say that people. Just, I just tell them, yeah, drag your feet, but I don't actually mean. It. I just mean make dust. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It. I, I would love. We talk about this all the time. I would love the chance to get out there and do that, especially now that I've had a chance to ride Baja a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, You're more than welcome to stay at my house. Whoa! Did you see how fast that was? Summer camp. He has. Ooh, <laughs> we could have a jot. Maybe what we really need to do is have a husky summer camp. There you go. And that way, We're husky, husky night right now. What's that? We're having husky night right now. We are having husky. We night. are. I know. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to talk to Jot because Caleb Russell has been doing a lot of winning. Like, let's let's put it that way. And so we've had him on the show a couple of times talking about him winning. But it's like, I want to talk to other people, too. I don't want to just talk to the winner. So I was like, oh, Josh Strang, he'd be good. And then I was like, oh, Jacob's been out for a little bit, too. Get and so I was like, yeah, I set that up. And then everybody said yes. And then I was like, oh, it's Husky night. Okay, it's husky there night. we go. <laughs> the, the husky, I got two of the two of the four, two of the five Husky off-road team. But I think we should definitely see. We'll That'd talk to awesome. Timmy and see if he could uh, sponsor a Husky summer camp next year. Husky summer camp. I'm in on this. Husky seat time summer camp. I think I think the people would totally pay for that. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. That sounds like a lot of fun. No, because that would be so much fun to get a chance to to come to the West Coast and to do some of this riding that we never really get a chance to do. We yeah. obviously it, it sucks kind of being stuck Central Coast because we get it really kind of you does. know we really like to make it to the East is a twelve hour drive somewhere if not more yeah and then it's even it's twenty more that it's way. twenty to get to stinking El Paso it feels like yeah you know, to yeah. get to the West Coast so and actually I mean you can come actually the best round for you to come to would be the round we just had um it's in Caliente Nevada mm-hmm. and like you literally park in the town and like you get to race through the town and like you know wherever they route you like it's just fun to get to go through the town and like the like the fans are just so awesome there and it's just it's just i think it's the best here in town um it's a little bit easier i like tougher ones but like it's just a nice change and it's just got a good flow and i think you'd enjoy it that sounds a good one we'll put that well hopefully is that a a traditional one on every year's schedule is that one uh yeah it's actually one of the yeah it's like a newer one um it's only been going around for a couple years but i i know they're like here to stay cool well that'd be a good one then we'll see if i mean we'll 
put it on the calendar. <laughs> uh, talk to Timmy. Be like, hey, so do you want to sponsor Seat Time coming out riding some factory Huskies at uh, you know round seven of the Hare and Hounds? That would be awesome. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll represent whatever class we ride well. Yeah, who wouldn't want us there? Probably a lot of people, unfortunately. <laughs> so let's wrap it up with probably the best news, honestly, is congratulations on the engagement. Thank you. So, that is awesome, dude. You guys have been, I, I mean, I don't know you guys separate. You know what I mean? Like, uh, as long as I've been trying to do seat time and then even paying attention to, to watching off-road and you guys out there racing and riding dirt bikes, you know, it's Meg and Jacob. So it's awesome to see you guys get engaged and kind of taking, I guess they say that next step or is it is it the final step? I don't. It's the next step. It's like, it's actually like the start of our family. Ah, I like it. I like it. So tell us, like, kind of, Break down what happened. I mean, obviously you didn't ask, you didn't propose on seat time, which I'm still you know kind of up, you know, upset about. But well, how did you how did you uh, bring in the magic? Um, well, first up, sorry I didn't propose on seat time. You come out to my house, <laughs> I should make up for it. That, uh, it does. Yes. yes. Um, uh, well, we have like summer passes to Disneyland, and we're you know we love to go to Disneyland. We actually go probably twice a month. Oh, uh, jealous! Yeah. So awesome. yeah, it's it's fun. Um, so we let me think here. We were on the Tower of Terror ride, and this was actually before the engagement. We were with Robbie Bell and Katie Bell, and um, you know how they take pictures during the ride. Yep. Well, d- the picture we all decided to make princess poses. You know, a little girly, but in the picture she had held up a ring finger like, "Oh, I need a ring." Like she was sad. Like you know, it was missing. And so after the ride, me and Katie came up with the idea like, "Oh, that's what we're gonna do." We're gonna take a picture next time on the ride, and it's you know it's gonna have a sign that says "Marry Me," and she's gonna see it in the room. And so when the day came around, um, we brought the sign, and the the actual attendants wouldn't let us take it on the ride. Oh no! Yeah, and we were like, we were like, no, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it, and they were like, no, if you do it, we'll black out the picture. Ah, <gasps> jerks. So instead, last minute, we changed it. We said, oh, we're all going to like act scared and like cover our eyes. And so um, we had a bunch of friends there. And, you know, so that we were playing like we were going to close our eyes. Right. Well, Megan was the only one to do it. And everyone was asking like their spouse, like if they would marry him. And I had a box with the ring. And so when she got into the waiting room or with the picture, um, she saw it. And then I asked her. Ah, oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I know. I just want to clap. It's like, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. That's really good, dude. I yeah. like how you guys came up with the, or you and Katie kind of saw what Megan had done in that other picture to kind yeah. of pick up and be like, that's, that's what awesome. we got to do. That's yeah, it was, it was like instant. It was just like we knew it. Just We just knew it. Yeah, no, for sure, for <laughs> that's sure. That's so cool. That's pretty epic. Um, Yeah, that sucks that Disney wouldn't let you do that. I, I mean, as controlling as Disney is, it kind of makes sense that they would yeah. be like jerks about that. But because uh, then it'd be like everybody and their mother would be wanting to would do have that. a sign, and they'd be talking about this yeah. and the other like so. But oh, that's so cool! And it, it's funny that I, I was uh, I remember seeing those pictures now, but I didn't know the backstory on why you did it at the Tower of Terror and the way that you did it. So that's pretty <laughs> that's dang so epic. That's so cool. So now that, now that y'all are engaged and you guys are moving forward and all that kind of stuff, the next step in the family, as you said, are there are there already wedding plans? Is there dates? Is there all that kind of stuff? Or is it, okay, we've got a ring? No, we're in full wedding planning mode. We have a wedding in like less than three months. It's November 15th. It's coming up. Nice. I'm actually going on Friday to my bachelor party. Uh-oh, where are you going? <laughs> Vegas. Wow! You know, I've I've been to Vegas a lot. I've never been to Vegas for a bachelor party. I haven't either. Oh, good luck. I hope you come back. Uh, yeah, thank you. I do too. Yeah, I've heard I, I've heard great stories. I've heard horror stories. I'm just like, I don't know. Cooper, can you pretend to get married again and we can go to Vegas for your bachelor party? Yeah, come uh, I got a good I got a good group of guys going, so I think it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, no, so yeah, it's it's all yeah the wolf pack. You got your wolf pack. Don't forget your yeah. don't forget your merch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. So who's gonna be your Doug? Who's the I guy? You, who's your Doug? Like who's the guy that you're still like? Oh, we're probably gonna lose this guy. Uh, like this guy's probably oh, yeah. not coming back. Doug was the Doug was getting married. Was getting married. I I would say my best man, Nick Garvin. He's the guy that. You, but I, I think and I get what you're saying, Coop. But uh, the way I look at it is like every every group of people has a Doug. Not that <laughs> Doug's the guy getting married, but that that's the guy that's gonna find the 
stuff to get into <laughs> yeah. to wind up disappearing. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm probably that guy in yeah, our group. <laughs> you're the duck. Yeah, we get pretty rowdy, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be him. Nice. That's I like awesome. it. Well, I'm glad. So you got to make sure you get him a t-shirt uh, or get him a t-shirt that says, I'm their Doug. And then okay. people might get it. They might not. Yeah. And I'll have fun with it the entire time. Right. I'm just going to laugh about it. Well, that's cool. And I'm glad. And honestly, like, it seems crazy. It may seem crazy to some people that you're moving along really quickly into the wedding and stuff like that. That's the way to do it. it totally it's like, been over a year. Oh, It was yeah. just over a year. That's true. That's not. That's that's. that's not, we did yeah. it in like. We, not we. Uh, <laughs> Tam and I did it in like six, seven months. We did six months. Yeah. Six seven Cooper months. Yeah. yeah, it was it was five months of just like craziness. But when it was over and done with, it was like oh, like and we were watching all of our friends, even some people that had gotten engaged around the same time, like still going through the process, yeah. and like they had a whole other year or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I, so. I didn't want to wait. And like it, it's you know it's been going smooth. Like we had a summer break and we got a lot of stuff done. We we're still a little behind, but well, I mean I booked every weekend with races all the way up till the wedding right so uh, we'll get it done that's yep. awesome It'll all come super together. exciting and uh where's the wedding you know you could uh, tell us what you want though you don't have to tell us everything that's all right the, the wedding the address is what, <laughs> and what was the time? Uh, well, something beaumont avenue oh that was beaumont texas I was like, <laughs> nah, it's it's um uh, in the hills of beaumont at the apple orchards it's actually the town's actually called oakland so, oh cool and um it's kind of on the base of Big Bear. Oh, sweet. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. That'll be bitching. So it's like one of those uh, deals. I mean, it's an outdoor wedding in the apple orchard. Is that the kind of idea? Yeah, it's just a wedding-specific venue and like mm. just really nice, and we liked it, and you know, it's what we chose. You said yes. Yeah. Actually, she said yes, and then y'all said yes, so that's the way it works. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes, honey. Yes, yeah. Yes, I I do like this place a lot. You are correct. <laughs> You're a smart man, Mr. Argybright. A smart man. So is she gonna be Meg Argybright? Yeah. Or Megan, yeah. Megan Argybright. Does she like Meg or Megan better? She likes Meg. Okay. That's good to know that now, after all these years. <laughs> She's like, Hey Megan, shut up. It is Meg. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. She will fight you. Yeah, I know. She, well, she'll win. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a fighter. But uh, so, what's next then, racing wise? You said you got a lot of stuff on your schedule coming up. We're going to have more hair and hounds, a couple more works and things like that. And what else? What else is going to be going down? Yeah, I actually have two more works, um, Prim and Glen Helen, and then I have uh, two more hair scrambles. One in um, Lucerne, and then one in Laughlin, and then I have one more hair and hound in. Uh, Lucerne, and actually, the last hare and hound and the second to last hare scrambles are on the same weekend. They're actually in the same location on separate days, so it's going to be a long weekend. So I got to do like two, three-hour races. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that, bro. You're a professional, right? Professionalize yeah. up. Professionalize up. Yeah, it's a challenge, and I'm I'm accepting it. I know. I think that would actually be kind of fun. I mean, granted, you're going to be worn out, but because you're in better shape than me, you're going to be less worn out than I would mm-hmm. be. Yeah. I think they call that science. Yeah, Loretta's What's, that that year we did. Oh, the two. Yeah, oh, yeah the, we did. The, the double Friday, header. Sunday, huh? I remember that. That was like the first Loretta lens I'd ever been to. It was cool. Was yeah. that double header? Yeah. That'd be fun. I like it. I like it. Well, cool. Well, Mr. Argybright, congratulations on all the awesome stuff that is happening. It's great to see you guys get engaged, and and I don't say moving on with your life in a, in a. Oh, I'm glad you guys finally did it. Like it's cool to see you guys taking the next step. And kind of in creating that family, like you said, I, I'm congratulations, super super excited for you guys, and uh, maybe there'll be some seat time koozies in a in a you know in a little box there for you at your wedding. Oh, that'd be awesome. We can only afford so much on this show, unfortunately. <laughs> We're gonna send you some marketing material. <laughs> hey, we haven't gotten wedding favors, so if you want to send 150, that's fine. Uh, you're pushing my limits. <laughs> I order like a hundred at a time for six months. <laughs> so an order of one fifty is definitely stretching our budget. But if there's oh. anybody I'm going to thin it out for, it might be y'all. <laughs> oh, thanks. We'll put your name in the hat. Yeah, I know. Oh, there's okay. a couple other ones. There's a couple others there. Well, dude, we really appreciate you coming on the show and taking the time to chat with us. Good luck as everything continues moving forward with you guys. And uh, I know we'll be chatting with you before the before the year's out, right? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks for having me. You know it was fun, and um, hopefully I'll see you out here for a hair now. Uh, yeah, yeah he's summer. gonna be kicking me out of his bed. 
They're like, I said you could stay at the house, not in the bed. Like, so, it's scary with the lights out, Jacob. <laughs> I guess there's no more summer camp, is there? Yeah, we just got the boot. We'll go to Timmy's house. Timmy! Don't let Brian ruin it for the rest of us. He's like, I don't know. Jacob gave us an extra key so we could just walk on in. I don't know. Let's walk. Take it up with him. Know where he lives. Yeah. Oh, we're going to make this work. Well, thank you, dude. We really appreciate it. You have fun, and we'll chat soon. Yeah, thank you. You guys, too. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Man, that's fun. Um, so compared to the way that you got engaged, uh, did Coop do a good job or did Jacob do a better job? Jacob did an awesome job, but of course I love the way Cooper engaged engaged to me. I don't engaged know how to, to say you? that. He said, um, hey, will you marry me? And you said yes. And you were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Cooper did good too. He he knew what I wanted and that's what he did. So A ring. Yeah. My family was there. That's all I asked. Yeah. So it was good. There you go. Good job, Coop. Keeping it real. And I actually, like in true Cooper fashion, he made a joke during the proposal that all my sisters, he, he told them he wanted to do it before, and they were all like, Cooper, no, this is not the time or the place. No, and he did it anyways, and it was awesome. So, yeah. His, uh, <laughs> I, all I think about is uh, the his encounter on the trail. I was like, I'm a Trinidad. Like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> Continue on with Cooper, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, so, you know, more people than you think have seen that side of Cooper. You think he's nice and quiet, but he'll get riled up. I like it. Don't mess with those people. Don't mess with those people. Hopefully, it's a good thing I'm one of the people yeah. and not on the outside. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you want to be one of his people. I'm not on the... I'm in the inner circle, not on the outside of the... Outside. I don't know. There's... You lost me. Mm, I think I lost myself on that one, to be completely <laughs> honest. So some people might be wondering, why is there an empty uh, koozie sitting here? So the reason why is I can't brand these and sell these as seat time. This is the Yeti Coolster, C-O-L-S-T-E-R. Um, it is awesome. I spent the money and bought one after talking with Vicki Fowler at the TKO. She was nice enough also to buy one of our drop catches. She loves it. If you've seen any of the videos that we've shared, it is actually from her using it with all of her race buddies there uh, in race family at uh, at the races. So appreciate her being as cool as she is, not only purchasing the drop catch, but kind of showing it to everybody and then as well talking me into this guy. So there's going to be a link um, in, in the video uh, to Amazon. Now, if you were to go there and purchase it through that link, of course, it would give us a, you know, a little percentage of that. And that's the reason why I talk about it as I'm saying, yes, I'm recommending this product. Buy it. Keep your beer, keep your soda, keep your whatever bottle or can cold way longer than one of the neoprene sleeves will. At the same time, though, if this is too expensive for you, I'll sell you a neoprene sleeve uh, seat time QZ as well. So we will have those up on the site. We and got the drop all the QZs was, covered. What's Sorry, that? Go ahead. No. And the drop catches. I said we got all your koozies covered. Yeah, we can we can open your beer. We can keep <laughs> your beer cold. I'm not. I mean, I can drink it, but you have to bring it to me. I'm not coming to you. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, with all the with everything that we offer, they yeah. can figure out a way to consume their beverage. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, episode 178. I am going to be having ankle surgery tomorrow. Uh, we will not have a show next week, and what we're going to be doing is we're going to be transitioning into probably. Uh, training my wife and Cooper into being the producer. We're getting very close to Stephen's wife popping out their, their newest addition uh, to birthing their child. And so we are preparing for that. So I'm not going to say things will or won't be rocky. I have no idea. But we'll be back in two weeks, and we're going to be pushing buttons, and we're going to be making stuff happen. So I look forward to having Coop uh, behind the board, if you will. And then, of course, uh, there'll be times when my wife's there as well, probably hopefully not laughing at me. But most likely she will be. <laughs> I can only imagine. Cause Has your wife sat in? She the, the last time she did this, she was pregnant with Liam. Wow. Yep. That was the last time that she uh, ran a show. Awesome. Uh, like produced a show for us. So That'll be fun. I know. I think it'll be a good time. It, and it's just like, I'm going to have to give her a mic so she can always, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like banter back and forth with me and whoever else <laughs> That'll is, be really awesome is on the couch at that point in time. I keep fun. trying to get Steven to get a mic up there, but he keeps not... Using he keeps it. not doing that. So his oh, it's there. Yeah, it, it's over here. <laughs> I turned it off. Had to turn the button on. Yeah, he's like, oh wait, yeah, yeah, it's there. yeah. I had to push the button to to even hear anything. So 
<laughs> so it'll be fun though. We're you know looking forward to kind of seeing how it evolves, but it's not going to be you know we're still going to have a good time. We're still going to talk dirt bikes. Obviously, crazy shenanigans will ensue, and we're going to see how it goes from there. So what's next for you? You got school. School is back in full swing, so that's fun. Yeah. So yeah. We'll be thinning out on our Jordan time in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll see. If yeah. Cooper's here, you know I'm here. Yeah, that's true. All right. So we'll just make sure Cooper's here. Yeah, I'll just be more tired than normal, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll drink more coffee on the way over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to sleep for eight hours. Yeah. But man, I'm up for seat time. <laughs> I'm good to go for seat time. <laughs> it's always fun. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, so ankle surgery and then a lot of nothing. I've got a crap ton of stuff that i got to catch up on. Steven and I have a bunch of little business ventures that we're trying to get kicked off for 2016. So i got this time now here in September to sit down and really yeah. relax on that. i got a bunch of websites to build. Obviously, we've got the Seat Time Adventures video that we uh, start focusing on now. Uh, the photo epic from uh, Tennessee Knockout. I do have all the pictures actually developed. I have them exported. I just have to actually now now actually do the development behind the actual page itself uh, for the photo epic. So I would say look for that by the end of the week. That should be on the Seat Time website. Um, I'd love to say tomorrow, but with the surgery, I doubt it. So <laughs> yeah, probably <I> <laughs> Friday. Um, I have a feeling that probably sometime, you know, either either tomorrow night I might not be able to sleep or Thursday night I might not be able to sleep. Just the medicine and all that crap doesn't feel good. So hopefully I get a chance to finish it. It'll be up there by Friday. Hopefully I won't be able to sleep one of those nights so I can finish it. Yeah, see, Dad, I'm so dedicated. Hydrocodone. <laughs> right? If things turn out a little weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there might be he one has a legitimate excuse. And a, bunch of, and a bunch of video of me yeah. going... It'll be good. But it'll be responsive and full width, so <laughs> yeah. it'll look awesome yeah. on all your devices. <laughs> I like it. Well, huge, huge thanks, obviously, for Jordan Coop, for you guys making it over to this side of town. I look Absolutely. forward to seeing you guys in a couple weeks when we start uh, trying to train the Coop. Yeah, train them up. I mean, we've got you trained. Yeah, I, I, I mean, kind of. Not if you just stop thinking. <laughs> I at least sit here. Stop thinking that your voice sounds weird. And my voice totally sounds weird. We should have a vote. I'll vote a lot. <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> I pushed the button. I pushed the button. Um, and of course, this is seat time. So seat time is brought to you by the fine folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com to check that out. Obviously, we uh, a little bit of a preview, if you will, to some of the 2016 Fly Racing gear, the Evolution and the Hydrogen Light. Both of those are epic, epic uh, pairs of pairs of race wear. And I look forward to putting those on. Of course, Kenda Tire USA, KendaTire.com is the website to check out uh, their wares. Um, definitely look into the Equilibrium Tire. I used it with the tubeless setup. It worked great. Um, I did even get a tear in the tire, um, and, and that can happen with any tire. We've mm -hmm. seen it with everybody. You just catch a tire, uh, a rock the right way. Sometimes you can cut it on a piece of glass. It's just weird. Use some uh, patch kit, plug kit, like mm -hmm. you would for a regular tire, and bam, got it fixed, and it was good to go. Held 6 PSI after that. It was awesome. And then I got a chance to use their uh, Washugal Gummy Tire at the TKO. And that was bitching. So definitely check those out. And then, of course, Stillwell Performance, so stillwellperformance.com to learn more about what they can offer you, um, especially if you're riding a KTM or Husky, anything with 4CS, a WP. They definitely have the 4CS figured out, and you will be a lot happier after you send your fork and suspension or your fork and shock off to those guys to, to get it fixed. Because mm -hmm. um, the 4CSs are stiff and they are a little interesting. I'm very, very happy with the results that I've gotten. And obviously, it worked great yeah. with the TKO for me. Um, and I even moto on it. So it's the same setup. I just know, you know, after talking with Alan, I now know, okay, when I go to the moto, I go all the way in and I only go out so many. And then again, I do the same thing. I go in and I go out so many when I go ride off road, different types of terrain. And he could do the same thing for you with that kind of setup. So definitely check them out, stillwellperformance.com and uh, get your suspension dialed in for some off road badassery. And of course, seat time, seattime.co is the website. That's where the photo epic is going to be. That's where we archive all the shows. We are on. What is it? iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Find us, subscribe to us, follow us on all of those. Of course, we're on Twitter. It's at SeatTime underscore CO. On Instagram, it's RiggleRoad at SeatTime. Uh, and then Pintful of Awesome is a fun hashtag to use mm -hmm. for all of your, your... Awesomeness. There it is. For all of your awesomeness. So thank you very much for being on the show Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Thanks Appreciate for Appreciate it. Episode 178 is in the books. And we'll see you in two weeks after my uh, penis enlargement goes good. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>